Thank you for tuning in to the Reimagining Retirement Podcast with your host, Christine Jensen of the Arvada branch of Fairway Independent Mortgage. Christine is a certified reverse mortgage planner, and we are here to change the way retirement is done and to take some of the mystery out of reverse mortgages while we do just that. Connect with us on Facebook at Reimagining Retirement or on Instagram at Christine Reverse. All right, here we go. Well, it is time once again for us to face the misconceptions about reverse mortgages and to expand our options for clients as they approach their retirement years. We're going to further that discussion today as we discuss how we can help folks increase their wealth by incorporating all assets at their disposal, including leveraging their home equity by using a reverse mortgage as a financial planning tool. So welcome to Reimagining Retirement. I am so excited to be with you once again. My name is Christine Jensen. I manage the Arvada, Colorado branch of Fairway Independent Mortgage, and it's such a pleasure to have our audience with us once again. And I'm absolutely thrilled to have one of my colleagues with us today. Rob Kanyer is a reverse mortgage specialist. He is in a market in Arizona. Rob, tell us what market in Arizona you work in. I'm in the Phoenix Scottsdale market, Christine. Oh, wonderful. And you've been doing this for more than a little while. Tell us a little bit about your background because your background goes well beyond just reverse mortgages. You've been doing mortgage banking for quite a while, haven't you? Yeah, I decided to get into the industry back in 1999. So I've been through the good, bad and ugly. And then actually, uh, yeah, so it's been quite a ride, as you know. And I received a call back in 2015 from a realtor about the reverse mortgage and knew absolutely nothing about it. Like most folks, when they first hear, you know, they have their opinion and misconceptions of the loan. And we saw the difference it was making in seniors' lives and we we haven't looked back. So it's been, it's been great. It's been very gratifying for sure. It's pretty compelling. And you've had a tremendous amount of success this past year helping bring this tool to people as they contemplate their next home purchase. Seniors, of course, and our audience knows that in order to qualify for a reverse mortgage, at least one of you, either of the spouses, needs to be at least age 62. But you have started to see how a reverse mortgage for purchase can really have a major impact on someone's buying decision. So tell us a little bit about that. Oh man, it's a it's a game changer for sure. We did our first reverse for purchase back in 2015 for a widow her name was Sandy. She and her late husband had a reverse mortgage on their big house. And what she was looking to do was move closer as most uh, folks in retirement want to do is get closer to the kids and grandkids. And she wasn't able to do that based on traditional financing or paying cash. So her realtor, Barbara, came to one of my workshops at a local library in Scottsdale. And Barbara mentioned to Sandy, hey, have you thought about a reverse mortgage for purchase? And Sandy's like, what? I didn't know that I have a reverse mortgage and I didn't even know you could use it to purchase. So she was able to buy a house for around $330,000 in Cave Creek area, which is north of Scottsdale and Phoenix, be in a gated community, safe, a wonderful home. She actually did a testimonial video on my website about that. Yeah. So she tells her story. I just talked to her a couple days ago and uh, we, we had a lot of fun, joked around and stuff, but it was amazing. She came in with, you know, about 130000 FHA came in with the remaining balance. And essentially, she got a house for 
50% off. And uh, all she's responsible for, as you know, is just paying her taxes, her insurance, HOA. And wow. she's got a lot of freedom. And if you had met Sandy five years ago and met her today, it is a, quite a contrast. It's amazing. It's just given her, and she even alludes to this on the video, peace of mind and the ability to sleep at night. And I think that is so, wow. so important for all of us, whether we're in retirement or not. So yeah, you know, that's what I've been finding, Rob, as I've been working with my clients, we talk about those, or we mentioned a moment ago, those compelling stories. Right. And the more we get to see the implementation of this product, this financing option for people, these stories are pretty compelling. Because when you think of the people that you really want to help, and somebody like Sandy just comes to top of mind. And to help her do something like that, be closer to her grandchildren in a way that she never imagined was going to be possible before, that creates a compelling story, doesn't it? It really does. And it adds quality to her life and probably longevity. As you know, the studies that have been done by Dr. Wade Fowl, Harold Davinsky, John Salter, Dr. Barry Sachs show that taking a reverse mortgage out, you know, typically in many, in most cases will make your retirement funds last longer and improve your overall situation because we use it as a coordinated strategy and no longer a loan of last resort. So the more, you know, we do these and, and help folks out, it just becomes just more, it's just so gratifying. It's, it's just amazing. Amazing gratifying. that we have this opportunity to do this yeah. on a daily basis. So yeah, I love that you explain it that way using the word gratifying, because that is truly what's at the heart of it for a lot of us. Yeah. Rob, you work with a lot of real estate agents. Mm -hmm. And real estate agents come sometimes come to the table as a skeptic, don't they? They do. They're actually I teach at the Arizona School of Real Estate. I actually just taught a class on Monday. And they're becoming more and more receptive. I'd say they're not as skeptical as maybe some financial advisors or hmm. our fellow colleagues, loan officers. Okay. Um, they seem to be more open-minded. And the cool thing about realtors is their, their clients trust them. They're closer to their clients and their clients trust them more than then they trust their CPA, their financial advisor, their um, wow. planning attorney in many cases, because these realtors are helping these clients in their retirement years make the biggest you know, investment of their life in many cases. Right. And they go to their, the birthday parties, they go to the christenings, they go to their, the holiday parties with their clients. So they're very close with their clients. And many of the realtors that I work with actually have a reverse mortgage. So that even when they bring it up with a client, that gives them more leverage and more reason to say, well, have you considered looking into a reverse mortgage or, or using it Good. to purchase a home? And then if they get pushback, the realtor will come back and say, well, I actually have one and it's working out fantastic for me. You should really look into it and get the facts and talk to, you know, a specialist who does this for a living. And I happen to know one, his name's Rob Canyon or Christine Jensen. And if it doesn't make sense, they'll let you know, because sometimes mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense. But yeah, realtors are great to work with. I love working with realtors. I'd say probably 40% of our business on the reverse side comes from real estate agents. Okay, that's amazing. So Rob, I'd like to speak a little more globally for just a couple of minutes. Sure. You know, we, we talk so often here at Fairway about being on a, a mission to change the way that retirement is done in this country. Yep. I want to talk for a minute about home buying and I want to think kind of more globally. And from your vantage point, and you work with so many clients that are using a reverse mortgage to purchase a new home, why is it so critical 
that we utilize this tool, this financing option more and more for seniors as they're looking at adjusting their housing style once they reach age 62 or later? I think that's a great question, Christine. I think it just really boils down to what is it do you want in retirement? What is going to improve your overall situation? We have 10,000 people a day turning 62 in this country, and they're more fearful of running out of money than dying. And we don't want to have them settle for living in an area or in a house where they don't want to live, or some of them would move if they knew they could, but they're like, well, if I sell this house and I only net X amount of dollars, what is that going to buy me? If they knew about the reverse mortgage and the scary fact, in addition to that, what is that over 40% of retirees are making, still making a mortgage payment. The social security check comes in, mortgage payment goes out. Social security check comes in, mortgage payment goes out, and they just can't get ahead and they're struggling. And this is, uh, it's just a, a game changer for them. And with values going up, rates are still low. When we do a side-by-side comparison through our uh, proprietary software equity tracks, it will show that client. Every time we run the numbers, it shows here's if you purchase a home with just traditional financing or cash, Here's if you purchase a home with using a reverse mortgage and the reverse mortgage wins hands down. Um, No one wants or needs a reverse mortgage. They want or need what it can do for them. And once they understand that and we educate them on the difference between doing a traditional or cash versus reverse, they're like, why doesn't everybody do this? And I think it's just, you don't know what you don't know. So that's why you and I... You know, you do these uh, excellent podcasts and I do my radio show every week. I just recorded one yesterday and I talked about this very thing and then get the testimonial from the client and share that with other realtor clients. And it kind of just morphs into this, you know, what we're seeing right now, I think, as we reach Uh critical mass with the reverse mortgage, whether it's Mm -hmm. used to age in place or to Mm -hmm. right size, downsize, upsize, a lot of our clients don't want to downsize. They want to right size, get out of the two-story home, get closer to the kids, as we talked about earlier, or they may want to upsize. Like, you know, my wife and I probably will upsize because we have five kids. And when you have five kids, they have kids. And my wife wants to have everybody over yes. and, and uh, <laughs> wants to have everybody over to our house for the holidays, which is, is coming up and we're going to be able to do that. And funny thing is we're doing a reverse for purchase for a couple in Phoenix. They're going to sell their home and they're going to net about $300,000. And they want to move to a town called Fountain Hills, which is in east of Scottsdale to be closer to guess who? The kids and grandkids. And yeah. uh, Susie, wants a nice size house. She doesn't want to downsize. She wants a really nice kitchen. She's always wanted a really nice kitchen. And to get something like that in Fountain Hills, it's going to cost five or $600,000. So we sat down on Monday with their son on the phone. He couldn't make it to the office and went through exactly what we've been talking about. And they're going to be able to purchase a $600,000 house, come in with the net proceeds from the departure residence of $300,000, and essentially have optional mortgage payments in retirement. They just have to be able to pay their property taxes, homeowners insurance, HOA, occupy the property as their primary residence and maintain upkeep the home. And they are super, super excited. And we haven't even done the transaction yet. And then they're going to talk to their friends and and their kids are going to talk to their friends. So that's, uh, it's just, we're kind of grassroots right now on the organic level, as you know, trying to, we don't have a big scale 
to work off of. So it's just like you said earlier, it's just, you know, step by step every day, we just make a little bit more progress on it. So, yeah. uh, but it's, it's exciting. Good. Well, I really appreciate that you brought up that quality of life aspect, because I know that that's at the heart of a lot of the folks that we work with is, you know, they don't want to see mom and dad struggle anymore. And they know that the mom and dad struggled for so many years to put them through college. And, you know, the thought of, I mean, it just, it, it absolutely saddens my heart when I hear a story like somebody who takes their social security check and uses it to make a mortgage payment. Like that's not what social security was designed to do. Social security was designed to make sure that you have, you the senior have a basic quality of life. But to know that we can take a tool like a reverse mortgage and show somebody that they can go even a little bit beyond just those minimum standards of making sure that they have a decent roof over their heads to get them into the neighborhood that they want to be in, be closer to their family, watch their grandchildren grow up. And as Susie was describing, having the big kitchen so that everybody can come over for the holidays. I mean, those are real quality of life kinds of issues. And I appreciate that you mentioned how gratifying it is because we find that quite a bit as well. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So. So I imagine you run into this from time to time. I know I run into this from time to time. And it's it's the person that you speak with who, you know, when they're describing their scenario to you and you start thinking, oh my goodness, you could be served so well by a reverse mortgage that one of the first hesitancies that comes up is, wait a minute, isn't that the kind of loan where you sign the house over to the bank and you lose the house at the end? So I know you have those conversations every day. What do they look like from your vantage point? From my vantage point, you know, we address it with, would you like to have additional monthly cash flow? Would you like to reduce your tax implications with the IRS? Would you like to make your money last longer or leave a larger legacy for the kids? And if the answer is yes, yes, and yes, then you may want to consider a home equity conversion mortgage. Well, what's that? That's the reverse mortgage that's insured by FHA. Oh no, I, you know, and the number one objection is that we're going to, you know, they're going to lose something. They're going to lose the house. And obviously we address that right up front and say, you still own the home. You're still on the note. You're still on the deed of trust. You, you're you not going to lose the house. The only way you can lose your house is just like how you can lose your house if you own it outright or have a regular mortgage if you don't pay your taxes, insurance, and HOA. So I think the, the reverse mortgage kind of got a bum rap and was used, that was used as an excuse because people didn't quite understand it maybe sure. or weren't explained like we explained it to them yeah. that, Hey, you've got to, you know, you still have to pay your property taxes. So people think when their mortgage payment goes away that they don't have to pay anything. And obviously that's uh, been addressed and been improved over the course of just the last five to 10 years with the third party HUD counseling session, financial assessment, which we implemented, FHA implemented in April of 2015, where we have to vet you as the client on a reverse mortgage to make sure that you can afford to live in the home sure. um, and you're not, you know, struggling month to month to be able to pay the property taxes to the county and the insurance to your insurance agent. So 
I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, and then conveying to them that, yes, we are going to lose a little bit of equity every month, but we're going to gain cash in our other pocket because we have no mortgage payment. And once we explain that to them and educate them along the way and take a no, you know, non-pressure approach to this product and say, and then give them examples of other people, because I think that they're going to say, well, if so-and-so did it, you know, and they didn't need a reverse mortgage. It, it, you know, they didn't use it as a loan of last resort. I think that goes a long way. And that's kind of the angle and the approach that I've been taking. And it's really helped us to be successful with so many seniors here in Arizona. Good, 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 good. Oh my goodness. So you talked about Sally's story and I know that you've got story after story. You had another one that just closed this week, I think, right? Yeah. So Barbara was a actually realtor in Denver, in the Denver area. And she was referred by another loan officer at Fairway down here in Arizona. And she wanted to move down here. So she sold the house in Colorado earlier in the year. And, and then she moved to a town called Goodyear. There's a retirement community called Pebble Creek. And she just signed on her new home yesterday. And she is, she bought the house down here sight unseen. She just, yeah, she put the faith and trust into her real estate agent, Melanie. And obviously Barbara being a realtor knew what to look for and saw everything online. And she was able actually able to buy a more expensive home. She had initially made an offer on a lower priced home and then found this more expensive home. She's like, Hey, wait a minute. Since I'm only having to come in with $280,000 on a $580,000 home, I'm going to go with this one. Cause this is the exact house, the exact model that I want in the neighborhood that I want to be in. So mm-hmm. that is, that is imperative. And the transaction went great. She was down in her second home in Mexico for most of the transaction. And then she flew back to Colorado. And then she was driving to Phoenix on Tuesday, the day before closing. And we pulled it all together as we always do, because, you know, we're, you're working with someone this, you know, this is what Rob does. This is what Christine does. This is what we specialize in. And we didn't miss a beat. The agents were happy. The title company did an amazing job. Our team, Craig and Jericho did amazing as well. And Barbara is set for the rest of her life and she doesn't have a mortgage payment and she's, you know, got a net worth of well over $2 million. So she could have paid cash for that house if she wanted to, but she would have depleted the money in her nest egg and it would have run run out sooner. She's, you know, mid sixties, she's going to live for a long time. She's healthy. So not only did she get into the home she wanted, she set herself up. Uh, set herself up and positioned herself to have higher quality retirement um, than she would have if she would have taken a different route, like most many, many people do that don't run into, you know, folks like you or me to, you know, show them this, this additional option. So uh, yeah. yeah, so Barbara is very happy. We signed in the uh, with a mobile notary in the lobby of a hotel she was staying at. So it was just kind of <laughs> it was kind of crazy. You just got to do what you got to do yeah. in, in this day and age with with the t- uh, you know unprecedented times that we're in, and um, sure. it was a lot of fun. It was really it was really uh, really cool to see, and it just never gets old, as you know. So yeah, you know, you were just describing one of my favorite scenarios to work with. And we've had a handful of clients that have kind of fit into this pattern where and about half of the time, 
we find that our senior buyers are actually downsizing a little bit. So sometimes, unlike you and Susie, they go from the bigger house to a little bit smaller, more manageable home. And they're, part of their thought process is in downsizing, they've got a, maybe a little less maintenance, but also the, the thought process had always been so that I can pay cash for the house so that I don't have a mortgage payment. Yep. Well, what I love about the reverse mortgage is how we can let them have their cake and eat it too, where yes. they don't have to have a mortgage payment and they don't have to pay cash for the house, right? Right. So you probably see that pattern quite a bit as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Uh, Susie was adamant that she did not, no longer want to have a swimming pool and they do have acreage and citrus trees on the property they own now and they're irrigation and water bill is exorbitant. So, you know, they're going to be able to kind of just tailor fit and get the house that they want with Uh the options that they want so that they can, uh, you know, enjoy their, their golden years with, with the kids and grandkids. And it's, uh, it's really cool to be a part of that. You know, it really and still is. have money left over at the end. Yeah. Yeah. It still have money left over at the end. Take a hundred percent of the proceeds from the sale of the previous home to use to pay total cash for the next house. And they can use part of that money and put it back into their nest egg, right? Yeah, that's exactly what Bill and Dolores did. Bill, uh, Dolores was, is a longtime real estate agent. She's like a mom to me. And they were in a retirement community and they were like, this is boring. We don't want to be here anymore. So they sold that house, <laughs> moved back to North Scottsdale to be closer okay. to guess who? Their two daughters sure. and their friends and their favorite restaurants. And they were able to get into a home that they had looked at 11 years ago. And Dolores is another testimonial on my website. She talked, her and Bill talk about that, but they did exactly that. They bought a $450,000 house. They came in with about, uh, I think about 180 down. FHA came with the rest. They pocketed, they kept from the other, the sale of the other home, a hundred grand in their pocket. And what did they do with that? They painted inside and out. They put California closets in every room. They uh, Bill tricked out the garage and made it his man cave. They have a putting green in the backyard, uh, a built-in barbecue. So that's, that's that's what they did with the additional money that they had left over by doing the reverse mortgage for purchase to make the home comfortable and livable like they, they want it to. And then after all that, they still had additional funds left over and got with their financial advisor and their advisor actually said, make, make a payment into your reverse mortgage. And she about fell out of her chair. She's like, Oh, that's why Rob wanted me to do this option. of uh-huh. So it's a multifaceted tool. As you know, it's like a Swiss army knife, um, right? use that analogy a lot. And yeah. um, it's just not a loan for broke people in dire straits anymore. That's the old reverse mortgage. This is not the reverse. Yeah. This, the new reverse mortgage is not the one you learn about on late night TV commercials with washed up celebrities. That's the old <laughs> one. And I talk a lot about that on my radio show. Totally, totally, totally different. 
night and day. So Yay. yeah, well, lots of good stories. Let's talk about what happens at the end, because, sure. you know, a lot of our clients, when we begin presenting this option to them, they want to think about, well, what happens at the end? Okay. Mm-hmm. And they, they want to make sure that their family's not going to get stuck with a big debt at the end. You know, I was, I was sitting down with a couple of clients just last night and walking through the reverse mortgage with them. And Gary, my client from last night was saying, you know, the thought of leaving this kind of burden to my children is just really breaking my heart. And I got to share the good news with Gary. But when you have that question that comes up with your clients, what are some of the ways that, that you show them the, the truth behind what happens at the end? Well, I guess, you know, there's a couple of ways I do it. There's there's a, an actual pamphlet on the NERMLA website, our National Reverse Mortgage Lending Association website that uh, we give to our clients at closing that says, here's what happens at the end. And we uh-huh. involve the kids from beginning to end and Perfect. convey to them, hey, mom and dad are going to be just fine. And most kids are 95% of kids are supportive. They just want what's best for mom and dad. Right. right? So yeah. my wife's parents have had their reverse mortgage for almost four years. Mm-hmm. And so I'll give that example and say, you know, here's their situation, how, you know, why they took the reverse mortgage out. They didn't need one net worth of well over 1.5 million mortgage was almost paid off, no debt, pension and social security coming in. So they were set, but mm-hmm. they wanted an ad- added safety buffer. So they took, out the reverse mortgage four years ago. Unfortunately, we lost our uh, mom in June suddenly. And and so Don, my father-in-law has been in the home by himself, aging in place. And with the reverse mortgage, he's been able to afford in-home care. He Mm. is in the heat of Alzheimer's. So he's in the the position where Mm. he's going to have to permanently move out of the home. And so when that happens, we already know because we talked to him about it up front that when you permanently move out of the home or pass away as the last surviving spouse, us kids have six months initially to buy or sell the property. And 99.5% of us will sell the property. And if we haven't done that within six months, then we have two 90 day extensions. So we have up to 12 months to buy or sell the property and we'll sell it. And if there's equity left, great. Um, it goes to the heirs or to towards his expenses at the assisted living uh, memory care center. And um, if there isn't any equity left at the end, we have the option of, you know, doing a short sale or foreclosure deed in lieu. That's something we'll talk to our our, uh, real estate agent or real estate attorney or estate planning attorney about to see what the best options are. But right now he has $200,000 worth of equity in the property. And that's going to go towards, you know, his day-to-day expenses while he's still here living with us. Uh, at the at the present moment. Foreclosure is not a bad thing. People look at foreclosure as an evil thing. With with the reverse mortgage, it's it's a it's a, a many times it's a it's an expected occurrence and it's there to protect not only the homeowner but to protect the investor and to more importantly protect the heirs. So when I'm talking to my clients, I'm gonna say, look, your kids are gonna be better off and they're gonna be just fine with you having the reverse mortgage and they want what's best for you. Uh, So let's focus on that and include the kids along the way. I was speaking with another gentleman by the name of Jim. He's a retired doctor down in Sun Lakes, which is a retirement community down south of Phoenix. And we're going to do a reverse mortgage for him on his existing home to eliminate his mortgage payment. And his daughter, Gretchen, is a real estate agent. So we're tell- that's the exact same conversation I had with her yesterday 
because she was concerned about what happens at the end, what happens at the end. And, you know, it, it wasn't always perfect. This loan's been around with FHA since 1988. So a lot of things happened with servicing that have improved drastically. And I've experienced firsthand folks that have passed away. And then I'm working with the kids, whether I did the reverse mortgage initially uh-huh. or not. Uh-huh. And um, it's they've got it dialed in. And it's a very smooth process. And yeah. actually, the kids, uh, in many cases, are left better off, not that they were expecting that, but it, it sure does make the parents feel better that, you know, they weren't a burden on their children, and they could live their yeah. final years with dignity. And that's exactly what my father in law has been able to do. So we're very, very fortunate, and very blessed that they made a decision to do their reverse mortgage four years ago. Yeah. Well, Rob, your clients are very fortunate to have you as their advocate, helping them through this process, understanding how this important financial planning tool work. I want you to tell our listeners how they can maybe get a little more information and see your testimonials and and tune into your radio show. So where will they find your testimonials and more information about you and how can they uh, tap into your radio show? Yeah, all that information's on my website. Thanks for asking. It's uh, www.reverserob.com. And on that website, you'll see the uh, link to the, the radio show. You'll see the testimonials. There's five testimonials on there, including Sandy, who we talked about, Bill and Dolores, Jeb and Dorothy, my first reverse mortgage clients that were referred by a realtor, and then my in-laws as well. So yeah, www.reverserob.com is is the best way to get uh, that additional info. Um, Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Excellent. Well, as we're bringing our program to a close today, there's a couple of questions that I'd love to hear your responses to. Okay. Just to give our listeners a way to get to know you a little bit better. And sure. I'd love to hear if you could have coffee with anyone at all, living or dead, who would that be and why? Oh my gosh. There's so many. Sure. I, I don't know. I'd probably have to say, if I were going to have coffee with anyone, probably be, I think Thomas Edison, oh, um, you know, just Thomas Edison was, was brilliant. He overcame a lot of adversity Mm. Um, in his life. And he, he failed over, he like John Maxwell says, who's another great one who's mm-hmm. alive. Um, but he was failing forward, you know, failing yeah. forward. And he put all that work into years and years, decades of work into the, in his inventions and the light bulb. And he had it all written down on paper. And then, you know, the story, his office building or whatever caught fire and was burning and everything and he had all kinds of different chemicals and, and stuff in there and he ran to get his wife and son and he's like come here you've got you got to come see this fire it's it's amazing you know so it's like mm-hmm. overcoming adversity failing forward um never giving up and always looking at the positive mm-hmm. um i mean when you're buildings burning down and you are looking at it it's uh, just amazing so that would probably be yeah. someone that i would really like to Oh, yeah. Sit down and have a cup of coffee with. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, tell us the title of a book on your nightstand or something that you've purchased and you've been needing to read. Um, Right now, I'm rereading a book called The Seven Levels of Communication by Michael Mayer. And Ah. it just it's really good because it's how we just how we communicate people to get our message across. A Uh lot of us just do it through email, but there's also podcasts, right? Uh The radio, personal note, handwritten notes, social media. So he really delves into how to touch people and get your message across 
to them. Uh, I read it probably, I don't know, 10, good 10 years ago. So that's one that I've kind of blown the dust off of, and I'm going to crack that open this weekend. Mm, Very good. I'd love to hear your thoughts after you get through it. You got it. And then our final question is, Tell us one founding American that you have a fondness for. Oh, man, I think all of them, really. I mean, it would come down to probably George Washington or, or Benjamin Franklin. Ben, ben sure. Franklin was an amazing man. Yeah, right. I just think they're fascinating. I just I love reading about about those two in particular, just their I think their grit and their leadership capabilities. And they were going to do not they weren't influenced by others. I mean, they were in a in a good way, but they made their decisions and they lived their life based on their values and their beliefs and their mm-hmm. faith. And that's really important to me, as you know. So I'd have to take it down to those two guys. Very cool. Well, Rob, you've been most generous with your time today, sharing some of the stories. I am so proud to call you friend and colleague and, and really appreciate the work that you're doing on behalf of your clients each and every day. And that's all the time that we have for today. So I want to thank our listeners once again for tuning into Reimagining Retirement, the podcast today with my friend Rob Kanyer. And we look forward to bringing you our next episode very soon. Thanks for being with us, Rob. Thank you, Christine. Appreciate you. You're doing amazing stuff. Oh, you're so kind. Thanks. Uh huh. Thanks everyone for tuning in and we'll see you next time. The information in this podcast personal opinions and may not entirely represent those of Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, NMLS number 2289. Fairway does not guarantee any services, information, and or advice provided by the individuals. Fairway is not affiliated with any government agencies. The youngest borrower must be at least 62 years old. This is not an offer to enter into an agreement. Not all customers will qualify. Information, rates, and programs are subject to change without notice. All products are subject to credit and property approval. Other restrictions and limitations may apply. Equal housing opportunity. Guest Rob Kanyer, NMLS number 204420. Host Christine Jensen, NMLS number 244648. Arizona license number BK-0904162. Loans made or arranged pursuant to California Residential Mortgage Lending Act license number 41DBO-78367, licensed Nevada mortgage lender.